Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. We've got quite a range of subjects today. Tech EVs, the Pope, the filibuster, UBI, Final Five voting in Nevada, and the moon. Something for everyone. Let's get rolling. Quick shout out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. Happy iPhone anniversary day! I'm kidding. It's worth looking back on the pessimistic doubters of the smartphone, though. Countless articles and naysayers decrying the product was doomed for any variety of reasons, and that Apple was foolish to step into a different market and launch such an ambitious product. It's really quite amusing to look back at the headlines. Now the smartphone is a staple of the modern world, which most people can't imagine not having. Everything from the virtual keyboard to internet access and everything in between, people went through a transitionary period where they said, I don't need these things, I wouldn't use these things, a phone should be a phone. I did as well. I used to have a little Nokia flip phone. I thought that was fine. But like everyone else, when I got a smartphone, couldn't go back. It's worth looking back on this because this is still happening today. It happened with cars, home computers, the internet, cell phones, smartphones, electricity. Now it's happening with cryptocurrency, EVs, Tesla in particular, VR, autonomous cars, Humans don't seem to learn from the past as well as you'd hope. No matter how many times the Luddites are wrong, it doesn't seem to deter future Luddites. So I guess what I'm saying is, next time you find yourself thinking some tech is never going to take off, think of the iPhone or any of the other tech that you now rely on and maybe reconsider. Also applies to political movements. Speaking of which, we've got a major foreshadowing event to discuss. Remember the dive in gas car sales in 2021 alongside accelerating growth in EVs? Well, gas car services are beginning to follow suit. Shell just finished London's first conversion from a gas station to an all-electric charging hub. This follows a 110% increase in UK EV ownership last year amid the aforementioned massive declines in petrol car sales, as they'd say across the pond. Makes sense to specify, there's a lot of gases in the world. The station is located in southwest London and hosts nine fast chargers up to 175 kilowatts, which is actually not all that fast. Tesla's fastest superchargers, for comparison, go up to 250 kilowatts, and Porsche has a few that go even higher. It is much faster than the common 50 kilowatt chargers you'll see everywhere, termed destination chargers, because... You'll need to be parked there for hours, so it had better be your destination. It does seem rather perplexing that a dedicated charging station wouldn't have the fastest chargers available, but then again, they might see that as a feature. Gas stations don't make money off of selling gas, like movie theaters don't make money off of selling tickets. They profit from selling concessions while you're there. 
maybe Shell decided that 175 kilowatts is the sweet spot where they can call it fast charging, but not so fast that people won't leave their car and buy stuff in the store. Whatever the case, it's the first of many, as a global fleet of vehicles transitions from gas to electric over the next decade or two, gas stations will convert as well. There will be an awkward period for them in the middle, where the fleet is split between the two. Their profit margins are already very low, so a lot will likely go out of business. The fueling situation for gas car owners will likewise also become awkward as the roles reverse. Right now, it can be hard to find a place to charge an EV sometimes, but gas stations are everywhere. In a decade, it will likely be hard to find gas sometimes, but charging will be everywhere. It appears to have already begun, accelerated by the pandemic disruptions. Petrol and diesel stations in the UK have declined by a staggering 35% in just the last couple of years. Shell says this station was in development since 2019. Hopefully others can be done more quickly. They also say the hub is fully powered by solar panels on the roof, which is also constructed from sheets of timber to mitigate carbon emissions in the production and transport compared to steel. Back in the U.S., Biden has finally committed himself to reforming the filibuster, even removing it altogether, when Republicans again block the two voting rights bills Democrats are trying to pass. About damn time. Specifically, he said, quote, if that bare minimum is blocked, we have no option but to change the Senate rules, including getting rid of the filibuster, end quote. So that is a welcome change. I guess he may have only meant getting rid of it for voting rights bills. Still, that would certainly be an improvement, but it's going to require flipping Manchin's crew, and he has yet to be successful doing so for his own bill. Beyond earthly concerns, the final confirmation for water on the surface of the moon has been made this week by the Chang'e 5 rover, which used spectroscopy, or light analysis, to detect oxygen and hydrogen in rocks on the surface. Other sources have found various evidence of surface water in moon rocks on Earth and by other means, but this is the first direct finding on the moon itself. We also know that there is ice at the moon's poles. It may seem only a curiosity, but water is extremely important for deep space exploration. And not just because, you know, we need it to live. Getting out of Earth's strong gravitational field takes a lot of fuel, which limits the capacity of spacecraft. Having a base on the moon, which can refuel ships before they set out on their journey, would massively extend our reach and capability. Having native water on the moon is, in turn, extremely helpful for establishing that base, as water can be used for drinking and can be parted out for respiratory oxygen and for manufacturing rocket fuel. Back to Earth, the Pope gave a speech denouncing anti-vax misinformation, so that's nice. He also denounced cancel culture, which is a peculiar take for an organization that has historically murdered droves of people just for not believing the church's fairy tales. Doesn't get much more canceled than dead, but, uh, progress perhaps? Also some irony in that a lot of the violence was directed at scientists, you know, the sort of people who made the vaccine. Suffice it to say, religion and empiricism are a bit at odds with one another. But the virus kills anyone regardless of what they believe, so I guess the Vatican can get behind stopping that at least. And to be fair, they've come a long way since the Crusades and such. Or maybe they just don't like Trump's cult challenging their establishment. Who knows? Just glad they're on the right side of this for whatever reasons. I'm happy to report that shortly after my plea for Forward to tweet more about the American Scorecard, Forward tweeted more about the American Scorecard. Clearly, they listen to and obey my podcast. 
I feel so powerful. Seriously though, it's good to see. Still, what I'd really like to see is action, a coordinated lobbying effort. We now know that Humanity Forward has a lobbying branch. Use it for this, something that can be easily implemented. Forward didn't even direct their tweet at Biden, who is the single person required to convince. We need a megaphone in Biden's ear shouting that this is one hugely impactful improvement he can make entirely on his own. A legacy that he can guarantee. Let's stop screwing around on this and get it done. It will influence everything. Speaking of forward, if you'd like to help with that Final Five voting election reform initiative in Nevada, which we discussed recently, Caesar has a link for you in the podcast description. He is the interim state lead for Forward Party and will be hosting a virtual get-together on January 15th at 9 p.m. Eastern to gather, update, and organize volunteers in the state. Follow the link, sign up, and get connected. And finally, I'm happy to report that Stephanie's emergency UBI petition to Congress has now crossed the 3 million signatures mark. That's a lot of names. Thanks to Stephanie and everyone who's helped spread it. That said, there's still about 330 million to go. Give it another shout out and let's keep the ball rolling. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the gas to charging station, Biden's filibuster commit, the Pope's vaccine endorsement, forward scorecard tweet, and the EUBI petition. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the easy volunteer contacts below. If you need help, consult the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way, and don't forget to Yang Daily.